Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Ray Bailey and Lois Haubel, the co-founders of Novus Law, a global legal services practice. Ray, Lois, how are you? Great, Ari. Thank you for having us. Doing very well, Ari. Thank you. So, Lois, tell us about your background and the genesis of Novus Law. Ray and I were with PricewaterhouseCoopers in the past, and our expertise is in operations, quality, transformation, and when we were considering leaving PricewaterhouseCoopers, we looked at where we thought we could bring some operational expertise to the changing landscape of both business and how organizations were evolving. When we looked into the legal profession, we were astounded at what we thought was going to be some of the biggest and most transformational change that we saw in our entire careers was coming to the legal profession. So we decided that maybe we could help bring some positive change in bringing some of the operational expertise that we had and to just understand and work in the legal profession in a way that no one ever had before. When was this? We started researching the firm in about 2004, 2005, and we just had our 14th year anniversary the other day. And in those 14 years, have you seen that transformational change? More so than even we anticipated 15 years ago. Ray, how do you see corporate legal departments, law firms, and organizations like Novus Law reimagining their work in the current environment? Well, it's still a little uncertain because the current environment, if we think about it, 30, 60 days ago was a different environment than where we are at the moment. One of the things that we've talked a lot about with our clients is the need to be resilient right now. And as people peer through this fog of uncertainty, and try to remain agile and taking action in the face of incomplete information. It's a little difficult to see on the other side what's going to be there. But we think a lot about nimbleness and trying and failing. Innovation requires trying and failing, but now we think that trying and failing needs to happen at warp speed. One of the things that we see with our clients, we've talked to our clients and their law firms about a lot, is the uncertainty about tomorrow. And the only thing we know about tomorrow is that it won't be like today. So as a result of that, I think people are moving at a much faster pace. And as a result, having to work differently, having to work from home, having to work virtually and changing the notion of space and togetherness, we see people innovating much, much faster, figuring things out on the fly much, much faster than they ever have. Where will that take us in the long term? I don't know. I mean, we could regress into something with closed borders and bloated government and all kinds of other bad things. And innovation just kind of decompresses and dies under the weight of it all. What we're seeing is very encouraging, actually, in that people are turning on a dime. They're reacting. They're inventing things as they go. When we're done, as done as done can be, and we get on the other side of this thing, I don't think all of that is going to just atrophy or go away and we're not going to go back to where we were. I think people are going to take the lessons learned through this. And I'm hopeful that we're going to start to change and innovate much, much faster than we ever have before. What kind of practical innovations are you describing? We had a meeting the other day with over 100 people. And I sat here in my living room and they were all up on the screen looking at me and I was looking at all of them. 
and we were solving problems and challenges together. And with some of the newer technology, we couldn't have done that a year ago. We do a lot of work in the insurance industry, for example, and everybody is certain that there's going to be an avalanche of insurance-related claims and subsequent litigation, more so than that industry's ever seen. So now we're talking about how do we do things like bundle large numbers of business interruption claims that have similar attributes or fact patterns together to systematize those things. How do we address the need for coverage opinions in an automated way because we won't have time to do them the old-fashioned way of writing a two-page letter? People are thinking through, as we're going through this, what's going to happen on the other side and how are we going to address these enormous, very different needs and challenges than we've ever had before? Lois, Ray talked about the acceleration of agility. How do you expect legal teams to operate going forward? With any change, there's always generally three groups. Some will resist and maybe go into the holding patterns that you have referred to. Some can get paralyzed in the middle. They have no plan. But what we're seeing and we find really encouraging is that there are organizations that are identifying new needs in markets. And those are the organizations that were resilient prior to anything that's changed more recently. And they're taking the opportunity to look to the future and say to themselves and to their organizations, how do we need to adapt? I think some of the things that we're experiencing also is that the concept of battening down the hatch and addressing overhead costs and freezing initiatives and saying that that they can't talk until everything is over is maybe an initial reaction. Perhaps things will change. There are organizations that are really pivoting quite quickly, and those are the ones that are upping their communication and collaboration. They're looking to partners for help if they are resource constrained. They're looking for things that organizations can do for them that might not necessarily be in their sweet spot, but they are an advisor, a trusted partner, and they're saying, I know this isn't something you do every day, but can we craft a solution together? So all of those kinds of things have been some surprising reactions that we've seen and really promising and very optimistic. You mentioned organizations identifying new markets and new opportunities. Can you share any examples of what those are? At least from our clients, some of the things that Gray had mentioned earlier, it's more solutions to old problems that are becoming new problems and different problems. We've had organizations come to us and say, I know you normally work on large scale litigation investigations, things like that, but we have had this problem of understanding our own information for a long time. Is that something you can help us with? It's going in and actually analyzing past litigation for people and helping them understand what it is that they need to change going forward and how to organize information. So it's a little bit of solutions that are different, but all, I think, born of the concept of now is an opportunity for us to become more organized or have better solutions than we've had in the past. And maybe you can help us do this now. Given that interest, Ray, how is Novus Law currently serving its clients? We had the good fortune of having a very strong business continuity plan and some other things in place culturally, operationally, structurally, in order to be able to move from yesterday's business model to today's business model. 
we have an ISO 27001 security certification. And every year we would go through these exercises of business continuity. And every once in a while, I would roll my eyes and say, do we really, really have to do this? And I must say, over the last 30 days, there isn't a thing we did in that area that didn't come into play somewhere and didn't really help us transform our business overnight. So we lack the togetherness, maybe, that we once had and the connectedness with our clients. We like to be out physically with our clients. We've replaced a lot of that with technology. And sometimes I think when we get on the other side of this, Will we go back to the way we used to do it or will we continue to use some of the more uh, advanced uh, video technology and so forth like we're using today? So we find that we're operating, we're meeting, we're collaborating. We're currently working on designing two new pieces of technology and several new work processes. And we're doing it all individually, sitting in our living rooms or our family rooms or our, our home offices or wherever it might be. And it's the same with our clients. Following our conversation today, Ari, I have a meeting with lawyers up and down the West Coast for a matter that we're working on. Yesterday, we had uh, calls and meetings with people in London for something that we're working on. The business marches on, but the business model has adapted to accommodate the current situation. So the notion of physical place has been substituted with virtual place. Supply chains are starting to change a little bit and become more distributed and more networked. But so far, so good. And we've seen an enormous uptick in business over the last 30 days or so, mostly around insurance work and then restructuring and bankruptcy work, which are two areas where we play very, very strong. Two markets that we see that are going to just explode over the next 24, 36 months, if not beyond. Lois, how do you see the legal profession evolving to accommodate this remote culture? I think that the legal profession will embrace this. And I've had an interesting observation over the last several weeks is that when you're talking to someone and they're in their home and they're a little more dressed casually, they're in an environment that they're more comfortable in, they display a different side of themselves. So it's not as stiff as it might be when you're meeting in a conference room in an office and dressed up. And so I see that as a real positive and permanent change. But I do think that people will interact with others differently and see people more as we're all on the same team, we're all addressing things in a different way. But just that change in venue has really, I think, changed how people are interacting with each other. And it's much more casual and not as in not serious, but just not as stiff as it might be. And so I think that the art of really getting down to working together and working together closely will change because of this. I also think that the good news in all of this, if there is good news, is that I think the legal industry and the legal profession, unlike a lot of other industries, is going to rebound better or as good as most. I think there are other industries that will have long-term lasting damage from this. For example, industries that rely upon people to gather, like travel, hospitality, entertainment, professional athletics, those sorts of things. So not just our firm, but I think the professions are well-positioned to have a good rebound in the future. I'm surprised at some of the moves we see happening in the profession about headcount reductions and salary reductions and all of that, because those are the people everybody's going to need in six months. And we, in fact, just brought on a few of those people because we see this surge in demand. Also, the market's going to change in a way that there's going to be enormous demand for differentiated offerings. And so somebody needs to be either better, faster, cheaper, or have some truly specialized knowledge 
to be able to compete because there's going to be such compression on earnings in all kinds of companies. There's going to be such a push on conserving cash and resources that people are going to need to find more now than ever more effective, more efficient ways to do things. And so I think that mass of undifferentiated offerings that exists in the legal profession is going to have to rethink their business models a bit to figure out how they're going to fit in. And everybody else always used to call it the new normal. Now it's maybe the next normal. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Ray Bailey and Lois Howbold, the co-founders of Novus Law, a global legal services practice. Ray, Lois, thanks very much. Thank you very much, Ari. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.